What's up, everybody? BJ Tech Nerd here. On today's podcast, I have retired boxer Yana. Yana, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am not too shabby. Yana, before we start, I just want to say a special thank you to the good folks at Higher Health Canada and USA for making amazing products. If anyone's interested in eating beef, liver, spleen, any of that good stuff and can't really eat it on a day-to-day basis, they make a pill form, so that'll help you out. Local farming done here in Canada and USA. And also a special shout out to the good folks at X Marshall who provide me with great uh, jujitsu gear for fighting. Funny stuff, stuff that lasts long. And I'll put my special code somewhere here, like right here. It's one word, BJJ Tech Nerd. That's BJJ Tech Nerd. I nailed it. I did it. <laughs> ah, so excited. Now we're getting doing, to the real stuff. I'm, I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day ish. It's humid, but we're happy. I was, yeah, I was going to ask you how's the weather on your end, but we're both in the same city. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not bad today. <laughs> yeah, you can see, you can tell the weather just by the size of my hair, but that's like not. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy much. It's nice to have someone here in Montreal too, like the, to understand what we go through in a day. Like we have the, like oh. the craziest winters and like desert summers. It's, it's, crazy absolutely you want to live all the elements within a span of a month come here it'll be a good time yeah so you can really strengthen your immune system there give it a little shock test so yana boxing yes when did you start boxing i started boxing when like about a month before my 18th birthday um Mm. so like right like let's say june my birthday's in august like june 2016 i believe right before the 2016 olympics Mm -hmm. yeah and what made you choose boxing exactly was it just like was there any other martial arts in your mind just you were just like drawn to boxing kind of thing what inspired you to do boxing so i think it came like i grew up both my parents were karate athletes high level my dad in particular nice um was on the romanian national team came here met my mother who was on the quebec team that you know got married whatever he's on canadian team so he also has his own karate equipment brand so i was raised seeing martial arts and combat sports i actually ironically enough was not an athletic kid like i was very quiet very always nose in a book very mm-hmm. like the natural athleticism was there but the skill was not like don't ask me to play any mainstream sport it's not happening it's going to <laughs> the ball will go in the opposite direction of where it needs to like i'll run really fast like i'm very type b sports like <laughs> not type a. like I'll, like anything that requires aim is not happening but uh it came to a point when i was around 17 i was getting the interest like i felt like i wanted to do something more serious and karate for me was my first idea it's it's just that um one it wasn't in the olympics at the time they did it as a demo last year but only one demo and then also it came to the fact well my parents are are, no my dad's brand is known they know my dad they know my face like a lot of the good coaches around me know me since i'm in diapers so i kind of wanted (laughs) to make my own path and so there was a boxing gym 10 minutes from my house my mom had actually brought me the year prior because i think i was itching even at that time to start a sport and she brought me and i can't i can't be told what to do like just because my mom thought it was a good (laughs) idea i stayed in the car and didn't go in like i did not want to go inside and then um and then, yeah, no, I decided that one, two, three, go, tried my first class at 17, just kind of like jumped into it. it. As I said, it fell into my lap. Wasn't really, wasn't really like thinking much of it. I thought, hey, let's just 
you know, see what this is all about and and try it out. And so that's kind of how I got started. I think I think the fact that I had good speed and I had seen combat sports growing up made that I had picked it up easier than others. Like, so I would say, yeah, that would be why. That's but it was awesome. not this huge reason. Yeah. Wow, what a crazy! But your parents both in karate. Like, wow, that's pretty badass. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. that's something I hope to inspire my son one day doing jiu-jitsu and whatnot. But it's funny because boxing for me was the biggest thing when I I got hurt many years ago. I broke my back mm-hmm. and I uh, I couldn't really do anything much. Like, to, I want to start strength training again. I couldn't move at certain points. I had these massive twitches and whatnot. And then I'm like, okay, let me try something with boxing. I can just, you know, move my hands a little bit, my feet. It should be okay. And for people listening, like, and who don't do any type of martial arts or training, boxing is so fun. It was like the mm-hmm. best. It was the boxing helped me get back into shape. It really, it, like, all my back pains are gone because of boxing. Like, the movements, this, even just punching the bag for two minutes, you'll get a crazy workout. I thought, like, I was yeah. going to die. The amount of sweating, and I learned a lot, too. And, like, even not sparring, I actually got hurt a few times just by miscalculating my punch and punching on the pinky. Ooh. Luckily, my hands were wrapped. But, yeah, it's, it's such a fun workout. And I'm happy I actually caught you because, uh, long story short, everyone, I found Yanya... Yana from our gym uh, Athletica and I've seen you've been doing the boxing classes and even my wife was like oh my god I want to try box one day and I just want to reach out to you I'm like I gotta get you on my show so thank you for coming on such short notice I love that so it's absolutely my pleasure I'm happy to be here and now are you doing boxing uh, coaching full-time now or is that your is that what you're aspiring to be or is it just like a hobby kind of thing right now what's uh Mm I, I mean, so I retired my gloves last September. I hung them up. I was like, boxing is, we're closing the chapter on that journey. Uh, mm-hmm. I was very lucky to have, we can get into that story as to why. I'm not sure. one of your questions as to why I stopped. Yes, yes. But I was, um, I was very lucky to have, uh, I'm an athletic therapy student. So I know Damien mm-hmm. from school. We met him, we, mm-hmm. I met him in anatomy class. And so nice. I was very fortunate to kind of, within the same day of getting off the phone with my coach saying, I think I'm done. I texted mm-hmm. him I'm like, okay, I need to place the train. So I had a very smooth transition from sport to sport. And now I'm a, still a full-time student. I still have two years left on my degree. So coaching, yes, I have the boxing class when they opened Alpha Athletica. That was the main reason why they hired me was because I had this baggage and had this in my toolbox. Uh, mm. Do I aspire to be an actual boxing coach? No, I don't see it as something that I like Like to actually get someone into the ring and be ringside and have them mm-hmm. fight. No, I, I've distanced myself from that community and I, i'm okay with that <laughs> like i love coaching but i don't see myself yeah. actually being a real boxing coach like in terms of getting someone to fight that's okay but right now like as as a coach at athletica do you do you get some joy like coaching other people like getting them like out of their comfort zone kind of thing absolutely I, like- I love sharing uh, like combat sports in general bring you a sense of a con- like there's nothing that can explain like obviously it's a group fitness class mm-hmm. but there's nothing comparable to getting into a ring and putting yourself in that kind of situation to over mm-hmm. to overcome yourself in that kind of situation to surpass every time you're over yes. like you are passing limits that you did not know you had on i'm sure you can say the same when you're on a mat when someone's trying to choke you out like <laughs> it's there's nothing that compares to that and for me being able to at least translate the empowerment 
that comes from mm-hmm. hitting a bag and having a solid punch on the pads and just you feel more confident with a kind with a sport like this and with this kind of training it, it's it's empowering especially for women in my classes i'm really happy to see more and more women joining and uh the sense of empowerment that i have and the confidence that i have because i know how to throw a solid punch is important mm-hmm. like i i'm happy to pretty share that. sure you do <laughs> that's austin because too because even my wife was saying like oh my god there's boxing now there's a boxing class and it's like yeah you should try it was so hard just get my wife over the years to a gym because she hasn't trained anything her whole life and she's seen me doing jujitsu and all the stuff i told her you don't have to do jujitsu because i do it but i said let's do something together and that's why i found athletica and i'm like okay great we'll do the boot camp but now she got she's in the she's in the gym she's training she's gone through the whole oh my god the the hard pain and like she's past that stage now she's excited to go to the gym she gets mad if she misses a class and now she sees i think her next step for sure i have it i can i can swear on this she is gonna do a boxing class i can feel it because she if she said it it means she wants to do it so i'm gonna get her there eventually i'd like to do a boxing class with her i have a couple pair of gloves with ready in the garage so i'm excited for that so eventually it's gonna happen and pretty sure you'll coach us there of so course, I'm excited fun. to see her. Tell her to join anytime. <laughs> and while you're a boxer, what made you decide to retire? What did you lose passion for, or is it just like, you know, it was fun? I have my hobby. I'm, I'm worried. So, kind of thing. So, it, I, I, I started with the intention of seeing where it went. It didn't take very mm-hmm. long, and then I was all in. So I was all in for about – it took me nine months before I stepped into a ring to compete. And then from that point forward, I was like, I'm all in on this. All my energy is on this. I was very, like, six years just head down, moving forward, oh. back to all mentality. Uh, it, so it was not, like, a hobby for me. It was really like, okay, mm-hmm. let's try and make the Olympics. Like, it did not take long, and I was like, okay, let's, let's really see how far I can go with this because – I'm putting in the work and I'm doing everything you need to do. So let's see where this goes. I think it came to a point though, however, that I, it was, it was not, it just became not fun anymore uh, towards Mm -hmm. the end in particular, because it's a very political sport. And I made the provincial team um, in December of 2021, like last, a little over a year ago, I had made the provincial team, which is cool. Like I was getting one step closer to my goal. And I was um, obviously always aiming to make the the national team. And that dream was starting to become a question of when it happens, not a question of if mm-hmm. one day, maybe it was becoming a question of when, and then um, they actually had this tryout thing in the COVID period of 2021 oh, or something. I'm getting my timeline mixed up, but they That's had right. a, Right after I made the provincial team, they had this like online audition almost to make wow. Team Canada. It was not an in, like first That's first of all like I don't want to dive too much into it because I don't want to get in trouble. But like, why are you holding an audition <laughs> for something that needs to happen in a ring? You can't prove a fighter from just some skill tests and a video of a fight. So, anyways, they chose yeah, me to be crazy. on the development. So I basically made not long after I made team B for like team B development team for team Canada, which is cool. Like I, I was like, okay, amazing. It's just that it started to like financially, it was looking very heavy. And also mm-hmm. school wise, I was looking yes. at, you know, I was applying to get into the athletic therapy specialization. And I knew that boxing is not a sport you do halfway at all. You have to be all in or not at all. Cause you're just getting injured. Um, otherwise mm-hmm. and you have to really be ready to be in the mindset and the mentality it's also a very lonely sport like you have to be ready to be in day in day in day out uh the nutrition yeah. is like a huge thing you're not you're not like outside of the gym you're not doing much which is most sports but 
I feel like anything that has also a weight component to it, you're even restricted more so. And that was ultimately the weight thing was, I think, what made me walk away because it was just not worth it anymore because it's yeah. you're just constantly thinking, overanalyzing, what am I eating? What How am I eating? Like just going on vacation, I didn't have any more peace in terms of like what weight category. Plus when I'm on the national team, well, I'm, I'm on the national team for a specific weight category. So yeah. that was what kind of ultimately was the hardest for me because if I think back on it even as a teenager like I did not have the best relationship with food and I did not have the best Mm -hmm. relationship with my body and I had come to a peaceful place and then I had started boxing which kind of re-put me into that bad mental headspace and um I think it just kind of like I'm sure you can relate with with jiu-jitsu like the weight component is the shittiest part of the sport um yeah for sure weight cutting and you know making weight it's like well that's not that you mentioned uh you mentioned like food and nutrition. I wanted to ask you, it was one of my questions, like what mm-hmm. is your routine or your, what is your favorite food to eat or what's your, your routine diet kind of thing? Now today that I'm not boxing. Like, now that no, I'm, you're not I'm, boxing. Because now, now that I'm not, well, I'm all in and CrossFit now because I still see myself on an athletic journey. Like I still see, mm-hmm. don't think my story's done. I still do see myself trying to compete at a high level to some extent. And I'm all in and CrossFit right now. And I think actually what's what I'm enjoying is I'm a very small athlete for the sport still. So I'm just kind of like, okay, <laughs> we're eating ridiculous <laughs> amounts of peanut butter. <laughs> <We're> just <trying. laughs> I, just ha- I just had peanut butter. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a good one. So I, I now I, there's obviously I have my good habits that I developed with boxing, you know, just nutrition wise, I make sure that I hit my protein goal. It's, it's a lot less structured. And I'm a lot less worried about the amount because I'm more worried about getting enough versus mm-hmm. trying to stay under a certain quota. Um, and so I think like if we're talking about favorite foods you can't go wrong yeah. with a bagel with avocado and like some eggs on the side like breakfast foods oh, are my yeah. favorite thing ever yeah breakfast um, the best though it's the best like a good brunch moment i'll never say no <laughs> and um yeah i'd say that kind of stuff otherwise like as long as it's balanced macro like i always aim for a lot of carbs good proteins um i'm not it's not hard to get me to eat my ve- fruit and vegetables like i everything in moderation i'd say is my my current diet <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm thinking about i'm thinking, trying to think about my favorite junk food right now all i'm thinking about is like jelly beans and anything gum, oh sorry gummy bears those are my oh, those are so bad they're so good but they're so okay. bad for you i yeah it's because my son person. i'm a patient oh, person. Yes. Like, like sweets i have a sweet tooth, like i'm more sweet than salty salty but if you bring me yes, to me like too. a good pastry shop you've lost me it's heaven for me <laughs> i don't care i don't care about my budget if i see something sweet some a lot of custard or cream like yeah let's let's try this and this and this and you just walk out with 50 dollars worth of stuff I'm like oh god what, what have i done to myself it's yeah, hard know, it's hard being in shape. but it's, it's funny because because being like being in shape and trying to keep a good version of yourself like, i try and respect a good nutrition as well like what nutrition mm-hmm. is best i find like how you find like like social media is like making everything so complicated with like nutrition uh, lately, like the past, like two, three years, ever since COVID it's like, I find so, it so hard to understand what's healthy. What do you, what are your thoughts I on think, that? I think I did a lot of work as an athlete mm-hmm. in the weight control sport. I, I made a point of becoming my own nutritionist to a point. Like I did mm-hmm. a nutrition cer- uh, coaching certification just because nice. there was so much noise there's so much noise around it and everything is the best but ultimately what's best is what works for you and what makes you perform and feel your best and 
I yeah, and I think like I've stopped paying attention to it. I'm grateful to not be hyper focused because during my boxing time, especially for the first few years, it was a hyper focus for me. It was just what am I eating? How am I eating? What am I weighing? Like I did, I went through a really badly guided weight cut at one point, which is like any weight controlled athlete listening to this, please go see a nutritionist that is well versed in your sport not yes. just some bodybuilding dude because that's what i had gone through <laughs> on the stage. like no like if we're gonna talk about it like i was put on yeah. a stage plan to prep for a fight like a stage plan for bodybuilding is like i was on a ridiculously low amount of carbs like 67 grams of carbs and 180 grams of protein and to put into perspective like Jeez. i fought at the 50 i fought in the 52 kilo weight class like maybe 120 grams of protein would have worked for me I, yeah. I i'm a very i was a very light athlete so there's no reason for me to be eating what maybe a 200 man 200 pound man could like anyways does not matter <laughs> i digress <laughs> um i digress but it's it's just i really came to be knowledgeable and in tune with my body which i guess is i'm grateful grateful for now because i i nutrition is like not even a second thought in my brain like i just kind of go about it and i trust what i what i like what my body needs uh, yes. so what, for me, it's like, it's just stays like, it's the basics, like stay with the whole, mostly whole foods 80% of the time. Mm. So carbohydrate sources, like I me, mean, pasta is amazing. Like you don't have to demonize pasta. Like you get a nice yeah. whole grain pasta with a good meat sauce and put some like vegetables on the side. Like that's a solid meal right there. And even then people exactly. are like all hyped about protein, but like they're like brown bread has protein pasta has pro there's protein in almost everything and it's not it doesn't need to be that high like it's overcomplicated for no reason because it's a business they want to make money exactly. and they want to sell stuff but it's if you stick to your basics like if it's in its most natural state you can't go wrong a hundred percent and that's what the conclusion i've come to now for the past like two three years i've been through this cycle of you know uh you watch these things on Netflix, right? These documentaries, and that's where it starts. I find people scare you they have that fear of, and I became a vegan, then I became mm -hmm. a vegetarian and then a carnivore. Mm -hmm. And now I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, I've done it all. I know it works best for me. I know my body better than, you know, some doctor just prescribed me a fast, a fast, no fix mm -hmm. for stuff, but I can judge for myself. What's good for me. What works for me now? So I'm, I'm over this mm -hmm. whole, you know, food war let's call it it's it's just ridiculous i'll yeah. never and i never like attacked anyone for you know you have to be a vegan you have to be a vegetarian right? no because my body works a certain way compared to your body and you know you can eat onions i can't i'll probably die or be sick the whole day kind of thing that's what works for me so i've come to the same conclusion like as you is like you know whole foods don't overcomplicate. you can have pasta just don't you know have like two huge plates of pasta, you know, because too much of anything is bad for you. Have 10 apples in a day, see what happens to your body with all that acid, you know? Like, people have to use that common sense. Like, it's okay to eat food, people. Just, like, calm down. There's no war kind of thing. It's, no, no, I want like, to ask really, you that as an athlete, you know, what no, you thought, like, really this whole food war. Well, yeah, and I really relate to the because I too like I was a vegetarian as a teenager for about three years, and then I started boxing, so I incorporated more animal products into my diet again, and then I went on that really bad like weight cut process with 180 mm -hmm. grams of protein. So then I was vegan for about a year. I was like, I don't want to see meat, I don't want to eat animal products. I'm done. And then <laughs> yes. cutting weight, cutting cutting weight on a vegan diet that was something. 
that was something because you have oh, to get enough protein in and stay stay in your quota. Let's say I had 1,700 oh. calories to get. Well, then I also have my 125 grams of protein. But think about it. Like a vegan diet is usually high volume and it's going to be higher calorie. There's a lot of fiber. And then at the same time, your body's not absorbing as many nutrients from the food because there's so much fiber. Anyways, I could go on about this for an hour. It's it's cute to deep dive into like there's so yeah. much behind. It's crazy though. It's, it's yeah. a crazy so, world of oh. – I'm just like, whatever brings my brain peace is how I eat right now. <laughs> exactly. That's it. Just yeah. Make it simple, people. Whole foods. Yeah. Try not avoid the all the packaging and the, you know. Yeah. If it's, if even, it's very... Sorry, go, yeah, go for it. I, I was going to say, don't get me wrong. Like, I'll flatten a bag of chips in a second. Like, there's no... <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, I'm not, like, I will, I will, I will, anything goes. Anything goes. As long as I'm feeling good, we're fine. <laughs> Exactly. I believe in cheap meals too. Like sometimes, you know, like you said, a bag of chips. Like I, I try to say if it's packaged and it's easy to eat, maybe it's not best to eat, but if you can, you can have a cheat day, you can have, you can reward yourself. You work hard enough. Like sometimes I've done like a boot camp or jujitsu and there's like cake left in the fridge. I eat the cake. I know I should have a protein shake or have my Greek yogurt with honey and fruits, but you know what? I want that cake. I feel great. I earned it and I went to bed. Mm -hmm. And I felt great about it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, being, doing boxing, and now you're still in university, you have two years left. Yep. And working now at uh, Athletica. Mm -hmm. uh, have you done other jobs before Athletica, like while working in the university? Or is it just like boxing full-time kind of? Uh, it was a lot of boxing full-time with not a lot of income. Like, I had a little bit of a, like, mm -hmm. a... A little bit of like a monthly or like yearly salary, but like pe like pennies, like tiny thing. And I, mm -hmm. I'm very fortunate, like that that comes with a lot of privilege because I had absolute support from my parents to go to school yeah. and to do box. Like they're like, we support education, we support sports. So if you want to go all in, mm -hmm. you have our support. I I helped with what I could, and I would have summer jobs. And actually, growing up. Um, as I had mentioned before, my dad has a karate equipment company, which required a lot of traveling. So I had some wonderful opportunities to actually travel with him and work in kiosks and um, partake in like that kind of work. So I would do, yeah. let's say, a couple of weeks with him. Like he even like ingrained in us that the outside world teaches us a lot more than even in the classroom sometimes so there were times mm -hmm, in high school true. like it was fun to miss school and be going to like vancouver <laughs> to be like working for a, like a week and then we get to go snowboarding like that was like the kind oh, of stuff nice. that my dad would do with us and it was it was really nice to get that kind of work experience prior like you get to meet all kinds of different people from around the world like like we've had wonderful travel experiences because of that and we got to learn uh different different cultures at the same time and also interact with yes. as i said many different types of people which i think is a tool in the toolbox that makes like it, it serves a lot and then other than that like i did the typical uh university jobs at my first boxing gym actually because i switched three years into my boxing trajectory i switched gyms and at my first one within like a month of training there they hired me to like work behind the counter uh and be the reception and make the smoothies and sell Gatorades. So I, I did that <laughs> for nine months about. And then I decided to, when I decided to start competing, I I pulled back from that. And I was I was just making the decision to not have my coach as my boss anymore because that was not always the best um, time. But you, <laughs> yes. know, you learn. And then other than that, as I said, university jobs, like I was it's a basketball barista type of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I remember. Well, I didn't go to university. I just stopped at college and I went to the trade. But I remember when my wife, uh, when she was in university, it's like, Jesus, like she was like McGill. It's like nonstop. Like you guys basically have no life kind of thing. It's like, it's, I don't know 
how you're even able to have like a an hour or two to yourself. I, I remember we, we, when we first started going out, I would like message her like, are you free to like, no, I'm, I'm doing this report. I'm catching up on this report. I'm not, I'm doing this report. It's like, there's, my God, university is so tough. I thought college was bad, but university is like even worse. I'm blessed not to go down the university route, but still made it pretty good out in the real world, I think. But yeah, yeah hats off, years. hats off to you, Dory. <laughs> Five years. Five years figuring it out. I still got two. So it took me a while to figure out my stuff. But uh, it's it, it once you decide and you enjoy the program, it stays that you make time for what you make time for. So exactly. I purposely started university already only taking four courses instead of five because I was like, I need yes. to make time for my training. I don't care if it takes me mm. maybe, maybe at that time I was like, it's going to take me maybe a year longer. It took me, it's going <laughs> to take me five, four years longer than, <laughs> than yeah. the original oh, that's all right. pathway. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, you know, I structured it specifically because I, I need balance. And I, mm-hmm. I, like you're saying, I, I don't like when th- things overtake my life. Like, I'm not a one thing person. I like mm-hmm. to have my balance and my peace. And if I'm not having fun, it questions, is it worth it? Because, yeah. you know, so I, I kind of, I haven't felt that kind of thing from university so far it's long but i also made a point of Mm -hmm. making sure that the degree i end up with is something i enjoy and will stick with and not regret the degree that i did that's why i I like a few times but yeah oh for sure everyone's path is different in life right Mm because even like when i did college like my program i think it was social sciences it's two-year program i could have done it two years i think i've done it in it took me almost four years because i was working part-time trying to figure out if i still want to continue this then halfway through college i'm like am i gonna stop or just work and i'm like no i might as well just i'm already halfway i'm gonna finish it off so that's four years like almost four years and i I did it and i was proud but at the same time like when i was in college you know, everyone's journey is different, right? I've seen people in their 40s and early 50s in college. So, like, you, you never know what happens in life. Like, it's never too late to educate yourself. Never really get an education. So, I'm happy I pushed through that. So, uh, mm-hmm. so and two years left, you're you're almost there. You get it done. Oh, absolutely. And I'm with such good Easy people. It's, it's going by in a breeze. I I enjoy it. So it's that's what matters. <laughs> so I want to ask you a little bit about what has boxing give you outside of the ring um, oh yeah put you on the spot that's a really that's a good question why um, thank you i thought about it for a while <laughs> i i think it's made things not seem so hard sometimes like some like when you purposely yeah. choose to end your days with someone trying to knock you out other things don't seem so difficult same thing for any kind of you understand what i mean like when you when you're pers- pers- yeah other it's that's kind of what is serving me it also boosted like it 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 made me a more confident person in who i am and how i show up every day it it made me more comfortable in who i am even at the same even though at the same time it was a battle internally like as i said the weight thing was hard and there were certain things that you know i eventually had to walk away from and decide that it's not worth because it, it brings the like sometimes it would bring the question of mental toughness and mental health with the mentality that follows that kind of sport mm-hmm. um but i think overall it's made it, it's definitely made me more resilient to certain little things that might have you know swayed me before um <laughs> and like it makes the little things not seem important anymore like the little challenges not a big deal anymore that kind of thing so 
yeah, I would say it definitely boosted my self-confidence and who I am and how I show up. And it also made like the small challenges in life not seem like such a big deal. Oh, oh for sure. I think I can relate to like, that can relate to any martial art you trade because yep. like a jujitsu, right. I'm being strangled. I'm going to die the first couple months when I started, but yeah. it hasn't, like you said, made the little things seem like nothing. You know, it makes you like more calm as a person. You're put in a situation where, you know, you're, I, I, for me, it was like a dark time. I'm having someone on me, uh, suffocating me. Yeah. So really I should not be complaining about, you know, this guy at work or this comment set on the street or someone parking too close to my car or someone trying to cut me off traffic kind of thing. Those things are just eliminated from my life. I'm more like in a Zen position and people who train martial arts people think that you know oh you train martial arts you must be very like you want to fight all the time that is so far from the truth we are the calmest mm -hmm. people ever we don't seek trouble we try to avoid it at all costs okay but it's it's we you know we're, we're trained we're there in case we need it but you know we are super zen i can relate to that too like you said you're just like all those little things are, are like nothing now yeah but you're I wouldn't say I'm calm though. I don't. I think if someone were, to, it would be a first if I'm described as calm and zen. That's not. That's not. But I'm not aggressive. Like I'm not an aggressive human being, and I don't want to fight anybody. No. And and like it does bring a certain sense of. It's almost because we have it, we don't feel the need to implicate it. Um, yes. But actually, interestingly enough, I don't actually think boxing is a good form of self-defense anyway. So I feel like I would be useless in any kind of fight <laughs> for the majority of the time because something like wrestling or jujitsu gets you on the ground and you learn how to defend yourself boxing mm -hmm. it's like if i if the second i'm off my feet i'm i'm done like well that was my next question i wanted to ask you has boxing ever helped you like in a real life situation did your was there ever a moment where you you felt you no that's good that's no. awesome to hear but yeah. from what you just said about boxing i still think like if like the average person who doesn't train doesn't know how to hold a fist. They don't know how to punch correctly. They don't use their hips and all that. They don't know how to train, right? They don't know how to really fight. And yeah, chances are the end the, on the floor. But I think a trained boxer like yourself, you know how to keep distance. You know how to protect yourself and shield. You're going to have the upper hand and you don't have to worry about going on the floor. So I still yeah, think yeah, yeah. a boxer has a great chance against a like an average person kind of thing. For sure, they're used to that kind of confrontation with a one-on-one. -on -one. But I think I think if I were to knock on wood, like if someone were to confront me, I'm still going mm -hmm. for the groin and running. Like I'm not. I'm oh, not, for sure. I'm not trying to. You stand. can always rely on that groin. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, it's just I'm aiming there and I'm running. Like it's not gonna be. I'm not gonna be like, let me prove what I've done for the last seven years. Yeah, like, no, we're we're getting no, out that, there. that ego too. Like, a lot of people think yeah. that too, like because you train martial arts, you can have a black belt in this. You've been doing boxing for twenty years and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, if someone has a gun. That's where, you know, the story's over. It's like, there's nothing, there's no training for that. There's either take yeah. here, take my wallet or run away if you could. That, that is, that is the martial art of going mm -hmm. against self-defense in, in that situation. Well, I'm very happy to hear you didn't have to use boxing outside the ring. Very no. proud of that. That's good. I, I always like to hear those stories because, yeah. you know, you don't, because I think about it too. Sometimes I always like, let's say I'm not because I'm married. Right. And uh, with my son, uh, mm -hmm. I'm not like 1820, uh, like, uh, I have responsibilities, right? So if I have to be very cautious of myself. So I always try to like avoid any situation, even when we go out, like, you know, we're not going to a, a night cafe with my family or like anything like in the, like a, a club or anything, you know, like you have to choose yeah. where to go, where you put yourself. So it's very cautious. I'm, and I'm, if I see a conflict, I'm like one of the first people like to tr avoid 
that conflict as safely as possible because I have to think about, you know, the other two people in my life. So it's, it's a scary world out there, even with martial arts. But so you haven't done any boxing outside. That's good. I'm happy. No, no. I hate violence. <laughs> even though we, even though we train violence, I hate violence. Yeah, That's, yeah. that doesn't make sense, but I think we understand that. Yeah, absolutely. And even then, I don't like saying it's, I don't actually consider boxing to be that much. Like it can be violent if you don't know what's going on but if you look at it analytically it's like a game of chess i i like to compare it more is. to a game of chess than violence because there is a technicality to it and they're not th like i like i have a harder time watching mma than i do boxing just mm. because mma you're like you're like when you start hammer fisting the person's face this is where it's like okay yeah. this is just a lot of show and you're trying to like it, that's a little bit too much for me and what i want to yeah. stomach um but boxing it depends i i'd say or like a lot of martial arts it's more tactical than i would say violence oh for sure depends. like for for me the the two uh sports that come to mind that are like super violent uh have you seen bare knuckle fighting like the, the newest well not newest thing but that like, seems extreme no, for me i have i have not Ugh. but i don't i don't think i need to <laughs> Yeah, it, I can't even watch. I've seen some of these clips of people like after the one, one girl tried to she just like I want to try bare knuckle and like they did like a post and that like interview and like, her face was just destroyed. They had just, they just wrapped her arm like her fist and she was like her face was exploded. Yeah. And yeah, it's hard to see stuff like that. Even something like have you heard of Lethway? No. So Lethway is like Muay Thai, but uh you don't have any gloves i believe but you can, you're allowed to headbutt so okay. you can use your elbows you can cut so much elbows you can headbutt and when i watch these videos i can't even i have a heart to, it, it doesn't sit well in my stomach that for me is like violent i cannot oh, Look, i want to send you a video but i probably line. won't that's, yeah that's where the fine line, line is line starts like for me i have pro boxing as much as i like i i did amateur boxing the olympic style boxing the red and blue corner three minutes three rounds one minute break yeah. like that for me it, it stays a sport like when i i would get asked would i ever go pro and my answer mm -hmm. is no because for me there are 1000 percent athletes but the second you get money involved it starts being a mm -hmm. show and yes. that's where it starts the brutality of it starts maybe coming out more so that mm -hmm. was always my response is that when you get money involved, it starts becoming more of a show. So then you get fixed fights, then you get the people that are on the ground, exactly. then you get the fights that create the violent image of the sport. Whereas if you look at the technicality of it, it's like someone once told me like boxing is literally like you're trying to knock the other person out. But for me, an amateur, that's not necessarily the purpose you want to outbox your mm -hmm. opponent and i also wasn't a power puncher so it makes that i wasn't mm -hmm. like i was i never aimed for the knockout because there's, there's no point um but you know it's it, it, it everybody varying yeah. opinions and you take what you can the problem is i think everybody thinks in themselves they're like a mike tyson like the mike tyson wannabe fight everyone thinks yeah. that's boxing it's mike tyson one punch and that's it what what's no. really not you can out punch someone by like 100 punches and you know yeah. you can see clearly that you won the fight without even having a knockdown so yeah mm -hmm. it is a, a chess game for sure mm -hmm. but right now what is your biggest passion outside of boxing something not boxing related is there something else that you are passionate about well i wouldn't actually say boxing is a passion anymore. or or I, like a sorry a or a hobby or something like 
not boxing related kind of thing, like anything outside. Well, so now that I've like, uh, now I'm all in on CrossFit. So I would say training wise, mm -hmm. my passion remains CrossFit and it, it, it's going nice. to, like it, it shifted. And now I'm all in in that this and it's, it's, it's a little bit, it's still a little bit like the Steve Carell quote of like, I've had this dream since lunch and I'm not giving up on it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but it, it's, it stays that I'm all in and I, I, I'm, passionate on it reaches the same intensity that boxing did for me so i guess mm -hmm. surpassing my limits stays like what intrigues me about this new sport the most and how like mm -hmm. it, it pushes you mentally the same way that a fight did in terms of exertion and like having to keep going and that kind of thing uh if you're talking more hobby wise because i don't consider my training a hobby i'm like it's mm -hmm. like I, I it's not an it's not optional it's we're, we're there we're going on <laughs> seeing what happens uh i really like spending time outside because my brain is a, like my brain like turns a lot so to be able to like relax and turn it off i love hiking i love going outside um just nice. being away from all the stimulation so for me hiking mm -hmm. is my peace of mind hobby uh i also love to read like i was a reader as a kid and i still love to read now i don't have as much time as i would love to but it's uh yeah i'd say the, the hiking and having a good book with like a good cup of tea are like my two things oh nice and even the when you mentioned crossfit it's funny because i always was intrigued by CrossFit mm -hmm. because as I do jiu-jitsu, I find it's almost similar in the sense of, you know, in CrossFit and in jiu-jitsu, it's like a team sport kind of thing. You're surrounded by people with positive vibes that are pushing you. You're pushing you to the limits, same as jiu-jitsu. Yep. And now I did, I'm doing boot camp with my wife, but that's just like mm -hmm. the entry point for me. I, I want to start off with boot camp, and my goal is to do CrossFit eventually because I'm so, I'm always, I used to watch CrossFit games. I always thought it was interesting. I thought it's like, my God, how do these people do this amount of weight for so long? People think it's easy. And I know people make fun of CrossFit, but they, like, it's so hard. Like, I, I just see the events, like power cleans nonstop. Like, like people understand, even just doing a fan bike for five minutes, you'll die. Like it's, you have to have this crazy drive in you that sometimes I don't have, but I want like CrossFit to maybe help me get that drive kind of thing because i know it can help me in certain moments in jiu-jitsu where i'm like <gasps> okay i guess i'll just get choked out i'm so tired but whereas i've been starting to do like a boot camp it's giving me that no i, I, I still have energy and i can push out kind of thing so it's kind of cool you mentioned crossfit i think it's a really cool sport and uh I can't wait to try it. It's on my bucket list. It's in the back, but it's, I'm going to do it eventually. I mean, you're training in the perfect yeah. facility for it. And, and yeah. it, it's really, you have to, like you were mentioning the intensity of it, but it's like mm -hmm. anything. Like you have to start with your white belt before you go, your, you go to your yellow belt and the orange and then very the green, true, blue, very brown, true. whatever you start, you start with the smaller scale things. I, I mean, it, as I said, it, it reaches the same intensity, but you have to start with you, what your intensity is. You start at what your 100% mm, exactly. is, and your 100% is not going to look like, you know, someone who's been doing it for eight, 10 years. Uh, it's yeah. always, it, there's a variability to it. So it's not that intimidating. And yeah. I, I wasn't scared. Like, I, I started with CrossFit right away because, I mean, I had... I had, I think I had the advantage because I had a good upper body strength already established mm -hmm. and a good cardio already established. Yes. So maybe that made it less intimidating to go, but it's kind of, you just mess around and find out it's not really that deep. And plus it's like, you got to be a jack of all trades. So you're going to be good at something. Yeah, it? Exactly. <laughs> you're going to have your strengths already to start. So maybe it's not going to be like, I'm still not a strength athlete. Like I wasn't a strength athlete before and I'm still strength is one of my weaknesses and something that I need to work on it consistently. And it's, you know, I know my numbers are not where they're going to be, but but like they're progressive, like you'd have to look at the long term. Like 
it, as long as the, the progression is a linear uh, upward trend that's all that matters and yeah everyone like it kind of compliments itself and as you mentioned the community is wonderful and i've met my best friends in the last year of like 20 i'm almost 25 and now it's now that i (laughs) I really feel that i'm making my connections and i'm meeting my people and i'm very thankful for the community that's awesome here yeah yeah for sure i can also relate like when i had uh when i spoke to maya because Maya, I told Maya, she, you're nuts. You're crazy in shape. You're super strong. But she, and she told me, like, I don't want people to be intimidated. I want people to come to the gym. Yeah. And that conversation got me started. And it, it got me thinking. And because of what she said, like, it helped me and my wife, you know, say, okay, let's do it. Let's join the gym kind of thing. And now we're there. So we're super happy. And yeah, I love athletic. It's such a great environment. Like, I, like everyone's so happy. Everyone gives like high fives and it's like, you never feel alone. And like, you're, you know, you'd be strong at certain points and some you're like, like, I can't skip when we do skipping. I am horrible. There's my wife. She's skipping as if she's like a boxer, almost like, how do you, where'd you skip like this? I can't even. So she's, and she's like, yeah, you see me skip. Do you see me skip? I'm like, yeah. Then I make fun of her. Do you see my push-ups? And then the conversation drops. But then, <laughs> but yeah, everyone has their, their strong points. It's kind of it's kind of fun to to be there and stuff. Yeah, so Yana, and over time, yeah, it just comes together. Yeah. So Yana, question mm-hmm. one of the I have two more questions. My last second last question is, Yana, where do you see yourself in five years? Oh. Oof. Oof. Well, we already know you're finished university. That's for sure. Yeah, That's but hopefully, <laughs> ideally, in five years we're done. Um, I think in five years, interesting. Sport wise, mm-hmm. I'd like to. Sport wise, in five years, I would like to have at least made the semifinals for the CrossFit Games. I gave myself this five year nice. plan of you know court because my goal in the next um, the next cycle, next February, my idea, my goal is to make quarters. Then I'm thinking quarters a second time. Then I have this whole breakdown analytical breakdown that um is just at the back of my mind so ideally in the next five years i will be uh at least doing crossfit at a semi-professional level uh i am in an athletic therapy degree and i do have the intention of working in that i just there's certain aspects of it that i like certain aspects that i don't like my goal even before even being accepted into that program was if i do work as an athletic therapist is to have my own clinic and work on my own terms mm-hmm. because i do see myself working for myself in some way or the other nice. and i think so if i do work as an athletic therapist ideally it's for myself in my own clinic or setting because i don't know i just feel like that's the most flexible and i have that entrepreneur side of me that i i'd like to tap into and I really love social media and making content and stuff. So if I can progress and continue doing that, like that's something that was that's important to me. I was actually originally one of my actually my teenage self wanted to be a theater major and not getting into <laughs> theater school is what actually projected this whole trajectory otherwise. So I love to create content and have a I do have a creative side. I wanted to like it'd be cool to keep tapping into that if that answers the question. Yes, it does. Because right now, Yanni, you are 25 right now. I'm going to be 25 in August. Yeah. Let me tell you this. When I was 25 and I asked myself this question right now, where I would see myself in five years, I wouldn't be able to answer it. So already you have a vision and you have a great start. So that's how I see it. So kudos to you. But actually, if you wanted to, I I nearly said this instead, but it's, I was reading, there's a quote that's going around particularly like a seg, like Mm -hmm. a just, there's something that said, like, if you have a clear vision of where your path is going, you're on someone else's path. Hmm. If you know what your end product is, you're on someone else's path to not know, to kind of be unsure Hmm. is proof that you're carving your own way. 
because nice. you're figuring it out yourself. So I, I like those two things. Like I have my ideas and I have my direction, mm -hmm. but what my actual end goal is going to be or what my end product is going to be is very unknown to me because I'm, I am I myself like CrossFit is a jack of all trades sport. I mm -hmm. myself is a jack of all trades person. Like I love so many different things. Like yes. as much as I'm giving you all these goals and things, like I'd be perfectly happy being a hippie on a beach somewhere with a beach house, oh, or even nice. then on a mountain somewhere, <laughs> just with my dogs and like maybe a goat. I don't know. Like I, I can, I can fit into so many different scenarios. I don't know exactly how it's gonna end up, and I think that's actually the best thing because you just kind of put everything you like together and it falls into place. For sure, I think I feel like that when it comes to social media because when I started, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And for the social media part, I still don't have an idea what I'm going to do. I, I might stop in a year. I might continue. I might grow. I might have 100,000 followers. I might have zero. I might They might lose them all. Who knows? But what I know right now is I, I love doing this. It's fun. Podcasting was fun. It's, it still is fun for me. Social media is fun. I like doing my memes. It makes me happy making people laugh. Oh, it really does. It's that's the Memes are life. Memes are life. I love it so much. It's and a love language. Not, it's one of my love languages. Memes. It's... A picture can say a thousand words. It's it's so true. It's so true. So but yeah, Yana, I think every uh, I was gonna say every decision is it. purely based off of does this make me happy? We go with that. It's not really deeper than that. Yeah. Well, I want to say, Yana, thank you very much for joining my podcast on short notice. By the way, everyone, I reached out there and she's like, "Yeah, sure, let's do." It. Like within like forty eight hours, it's like, "Oh, sweet." So yeah, podcasting is not easy. It's sometimes hard to like fix the schedule. So thank you for that, Yana. And I want to say if people want to find you on social media, where could they find you? Yeah, so I'm most active right now on my Instagram. It's just my name, Yana Filio. I also do TikTok sometimes on and off. So Yana Filio as well. Um, and those would be mm -hmm. my two main things that I use. You can send me a message if you're interested. Like I love to chat um, anytime. Sounds great. And I'm going to end it off one more time mentioning the good partners at Higher Health Canada and USA and X Marshall. Special thank you again. My coupon code will be again here or maybe here somewhere around here. Thank you, everyone. Yana, thank you so very much. Have a great day. And everyone, take care. Thank you so much. Have a good much. one. Bye. Bye.